Welcome to the Cuz I Have To podcast when living your dreams is the only option. We have a return guest. It's the ghost of Robin August. (laughs) Robin was on the podcast exactly two years ago this week. And he's returning. He was actually our very first guest on the pod. That's right. Number guest number one. And he has come back to tell us all the things that have happened to him. (laughs) All the things he's created and manifested as a director, a writer, and more. Am I the only one presenting any creativity on this promotion? I I, I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, okay. Okay. I was very amused by your way of speaking <laughs> tune in to the cause i have to podcast to hear what's next that scares me Welcome to the Cause I Have To podcast. When living your dream is the only option. Welcome to season two. We are your hosts. I'm Jason Friday. I'm Julie Slater. This podcast is about facing your fears, digging deep inside yourself, and following your passions. We hope to give you a push to live your dreams. Now let's get back to it. Okay, Robin <laughs> August. Um, yes. You were, in fact, our first guest that we recorded in person we risked our lives in uh november 2020 we risked our lives to be in person during the height of the pandemic two years ago to have you on the podcast uh oh i was going to play this little clip here when i play it this was just a little clip of your truest passions two years ago let's see if you're the same person what would you say is the biggest thing that drives you of all those things if you had to give everything up but one what would it be Oh man, uh, I mean, it it probably would be like writing, directing, just because it involves everything I love. You know, I get to deal with the music, the acting, the story. You know, at the core of what I think I definitely like. I know I don't want to sound like pretentious or anything, but like I don't want to be like oh, I'm an artist. You know, like a lot of people say I'm a heart yeah, surgeon. Yeah, but I I feel like I'm just I'm a storyteller. That's just that's who I am. I'm a storyteller. I'm a heart. That's who I am, man. That's who I am. (laughs) There's stories, Uh and I tell them. Now, do you feel two years later that you have those same? We were asking you that you know between being in a band and being Mm -hmm. a writer, a director of all those things, do you feel the same? Do you feel like you're the same person two years later? Uh, I don't think. I mean, I definitely think that I feel the same way. I don't think I'm the same person though. Right. That was a rough time for me. I'm a little more chill now. I'm a little more optimistic on life. And it was good to see you guys in person. I was very lonely. So thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. During the pandemic. Oh, right. Thank you for coming by and uh, hanging out. I mean, no, since I then, if I can just give a, a little list of all the things that you've done since then, mm-hmm. uh, you put out your own award-winning movie you, that you wrote and directed, Party With Me, which is streaming now. You also directed the horror film, Kill Her. Uh, which played at LA's, uh, in LA, was it called Scream Fest? Yeah. Uh, you directed multiple music videos. You put out a couple horror shorts, including Cupcake. Uh, you're still a lead singer of Rival Tides, uh, so the story goes. And I know you had some personal struggles. Uh, you took a break from LA and now living in Arizona, you went to Europe. You're working on a secret project. I don't know if you can talk about that. 
um, all that's a lot of stuff that happened in two years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely grateful. That's for sure. I I, I think um, I I guess in a way, what was happening at the time kind of forced me to have to find some escape, and that usually is through art or something. I think it was harder though because um, especially with filmmaking. Uh, you know, it's a collaborative thing. And if people don't want to take that risk and collaborate, you can't, you kind of have to make stuff on your own. So I was very lucky to find a group of people and a, and also uh, an opportunity to create something, but we were still, you know, being very safe. Like we, we stayed on a camp. Um, we got tested every day. We didn't really leave the camp. So there's no way for us to get COVID. So I was probably more lucky than than most people. I know, I know some a lot of people did make not a lot, but that's a good amount of people made projects during uh, the pandemic. But it was just very hard. So I am lucky that I was able to to do that for sure. Are you yeah, talking about uh, when you filmed Kill Her? Yeah, you did yeah, it that was camp last October. in um, was that in Big Bear? Yeah, yeah, Big Bear. Uh, Ten days in the woods and then two days in L.A. And yeah, yeah, and also just the opportunity to work on a. Uh, a film with a bigger budget it's the biggest budget i've ever worked on so that was pretty cool and work with um you know sag actors and just a bigger crew is like one of the one of the only times although recently since then i've had the, the opportunity to have a first ad but i didn't really get too many times i was even able to afford an, a first ad so this was a learning experience to work on a feature film with the first ad for sure um that was pretty cool I, i'm kind of one of those people where like i have like literally because i have to i have to do this or i will go crazy and uh, I think back when you interviewed me, I was probably a little bit crazy. You're like, are you guys people? Yeah, <laughs> I was just going a little stir crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think I everybody thought, did. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it was tough because it also was at a time where I, I also hadn't, you know, I had a partner for over six years. And then going through all this stuff alone was pretty, pretty heavy. Yeah. And uh, that was a bit hard. I was going to say, also going through your successes, you know, you you put the movie Party With Me out, and I know you were, go, you know, kind of going through a divorce then. That That's also got to be something, you know, something that you maybe thought you were going to share with your person. And, and yeah. Said, so, yeah. Yeah. Big. Yeah. I think, I mean, we might, might have grazed on it. It's, it's on the last podcast. I can't remember. But yeah, it's it's this. I think the saddest part that I realized about separating with someone, especially someone you've been with for a long time, I didn't really dwell so much on the past because the past was good. I think it was more the idea of like the death of like the future that I thought was gonna, you know, like you said, like, I thought that person would be there at this thing and be by my side there. And so that that was probably the toughest part about it, because you start making up this kind of future in your own head. Yeah, um, sure. And so I've learned a lot about that and understanding that um that's just it's too hard on yourself to do that like to, to have all these like expectations and um yeah because it that's the world just throws curveballs at you constantly you can't you know you're, just, you're setting yourself self up for failure in a way like you can have these dreams and these goals but you can't have these like expectations you know you just yeah. have to hope uh just work hard and hope that it that i don't know that uh it all work out or um it'll lead you in some kind of path that is the correct path for you. So yeah, I'm kind of in a weird, I'm kind of just floating in the wind now, but I'm okay with it. I'm very uh, content now, more, more than I was back then, for sure. Yeah. I was a little, I was a little damaged bird back then. <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> Yeah, rightfully so. Though it's not like, yeah. wait, what? You're damaged? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying that I shouldn't have been. I just, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I'm still talking about the difference of then and now. I have sure. the same same dreams and aspirations. Um, I'm the same guy. I just was like going through 
a lot of hard harder things than and I obviously like there's been a lot of opportunity especially this year that's uh definitely fulfilled me more because I don't you know it's like idle hands it's like I can't I feel so useless when I I'm not able to do the thing that I love so sure yeah the movie Kill Her, when did that get distribution? Will you be able to see that, or is it too soon? I know it just started playing in festivals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope so. I, I think we've had quite a bit of offers so far. I don't think any of them have been like you know big studios or anything or distribution uh, companies. But uh, we're hoping to get going to more festivals, and it's really a, kind of like a word of mouth movie. I think it's it definitely is like a theater movie. I, I think. Yeah, I mean, we saw it in the theaters, and I, I mean, it was great. It was a really, yeah. really fun oh, thank you. horror film that you know you had presented that it was going to be kind of campy, and mm. I, I really, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I think I think uh, there's been many years now of like what they call elevated horror, um, you know, like Hereditary and Midsummer and Baba Duke and all these great horror films that, but they're kind of like more you know, social dramas that have horror elements. They have deeper meaning, you know, and it was cool to kind of do a movie that was just a throwback to the 80s where there's like, you know, there's maybe like a a love angle or a twist or some deeper thing of like somebody's past, but it's really just like a dumb, fun ride that everybody could just enjoy and not take so seriously. So uh, I definitely was, it was cool to do that. And I think it's coming back now. I think there's a lot of movies I've seen that, that, that genre or a, that corner of horror is kind of coming back again. Cause that's like all the movies were in the seventies to eighties were just, yeah, man. they were just like a fun ride. They weren't this, uh, this super deep intellectual thing <laughs> or like uh, dark, saw, yeah. saw where you're just like cutting yeah. those body parts off. <laughs> well, that was like the whole, um, I wasn't in, I mean, saw was cool. Cause actually that was a good, that was a good uh, story and twist and everything. And, but um, that kind of set up the whole uh, torture porn. They, they called it for a while. Yeah, and then Hostel came out. I still like that one, but then for a while, it was just like, oh, let's just make horror films where we're just torturing people for hours. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, not, not really my thing. I do want to see this new movie, Terrifier Two, though. I've been hearing about, but that's mostly just not because I like you know gore per se in general. I I just really am a fan of practical effects. You know, I grew up reading like Fangoria magazine and just learn like how they did it. And I know it's fake. It's just really cool to see how they pull it off in such a cool way. And I just heard that movie is like insane with practical effects. So that's cool. I want to check that out. I definitely know the name. I, I don't know anything about it though. Well, it apparently had the same budget as ours or close to it. And, uh, Oh, that's, cool. I guess it's made 5 million already. So it's what? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's going off a little bit of the exorcist hype of like, people are passing out, people are throwing up in the theater and. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, wow. so I think their marketing is really good. Oh wow. So now I have to see it. It's like uh, two girls, one cup, you know? Yeah. I have to see, I have to see it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I actually have never seen that. <laughs> and I never, I, know, I never I never have either. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, you don't need to know. It's it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> I, I know what it is. I did see it. <laughs> and how about, um? I don't, your movie, I don't believe, was out. You were still working on it, I think, when we first had you on. Party with me. So you won some awards at a LA Film Fest. Tell us what what Film Fest and what did you win? Yeah, we we played. Uh, we were one of the only festivals in LA that still try to have a, a an event. So they rented out what was the Westfield Mall, I believe it was, and they uh, they put up a screen and did like a uh, a drive in, um, which was yeah, really it was cool. Super fun during the pandemic. Yeah. It was like. Another height of the pandemic, so it was yeah, an it was opportunity really cool to, see, to see it. Oh, yeah. you had to cancel your first 
viewing of it in theaters, right? Because of the pandemic. Oh, it was supposed to be in March of 2020. Yeah, yeah, it, it, was, yeah, yeah. it literally was like two weeks before. <laughs> it was like two weeks before the screening. It was like the whole world is coming apart. Oh my god! And uh, so that was, uh, and and that was also at a time where you know I was going through uh, my personal stuff, and I was like, well, you know, at least I have this this movie. <laughs> but in a weird way, I think. I feel like we probably probably got more people. I mean, they because they pushed the event and then they made it a drive-in, so everybody kind of felt safe and um, yeah, yeah, and they were outside, and so we still got to see each other, but we got to stay in our own car and feel you yeah. know, so we were not risking any you know uh, super spreader or anything. And uh, and for me, it was cool just because I I grew up you know besides going to like you know VHS stores and grabbing the latest horror sci-fi movie I could find as a kid. Uh, I used to go to double features of drive-in in my hometown. That was like kind of another place that I fell in love with films. So it was pretty cool to see my first movie at a drive-in. That was pretty rad. I was just about to say that literally I grew up, you know, you and I of course grew up with drive-ins and I loved it because that's one of my favorite things to do was drive-in movies. What movie did you see at the drive-in? Me? Me or, or I would say Robin first. Oh my God. I would probably say, I feel like the, one of the ones I remember, I remember I saw the Flintstones there. <laughs> the one with John Goodman. Yeah. Uh, they, had, they had weird double features where like one film didn't fit the other. Yeah. I think I, I, think I actually saw Young uh Young Guns there. I think that was one of the first movies I really remember. That's Maybe so funny. Back to Future. Yeah. I saw yeah. Young Guns there too as well. Yeah, I think it was Back to Future 2, I think I saw there. Saw Back to the Future 2, and I also saw I think Twister when that came out. That oh, was like super yeah. rad seeing that on the Yeah. I think pre- I the the biggest because going to the movies was like a, such an event. And I remember like certain certain movies, and obviously Jurassic Park was one of those. Oh yeah, and, and I think that was when the drive-in in my town ended. So I so I think maybe like what, Jurassic Park came in what ninety three three or four yeah something like that yeah yeah. So I feel like it was like a lot of my uh my childhood in the eighties was at uh drive-ins, and then the rest in the nineties were at like the local theater. Yeah, because I think they shut down around that time. Yeah, they eventually did. I know, and then that's when we had to go to at least in LA. We had to go to the Eagle Rock Plaza and go see a double feature for a dollar fifty. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> I saw. I saw. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say the first double feature I saw there was uh, Starship Troopers and The Devil's Advocate. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So why? Uh, and I think I saw uh, that movie, that Charlie Sheen movie, The Rookie. Oh like, yeah, Clint Eastwood and him. I think yeah. I saw that at the drive-in. There's like <laughs> I saw so many, but I just like some of them. I just remember that were like big, big events. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just cool because, and also just hear people honking instead of clapping was very interesting. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. something and honk. That's funny. Yeah, that's the good old days. Uh, what yeah, about? Can you talk at all about your secret projects? That- you working on with Tyler? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not so much secret. We just haven't really released it yet. But uh, it's we started a uh, mobile game company, and we've been working on our first game, and it's called Clams Casino, and it's a idle mobile game. Uh, so it's it's like a story mixed in with uh, gameplay that you build these businesses and it's um it's it starts off as like kind of like a the, uh, a kid invests a land from his grandfather and they find out that you can gamble there and so they they're like well let's let's start a casino to make some money because they're you know it's like that same old story where like the businessman comes in is like i'm gonna take your land and you're like what are we gonna do <laughs> well let's start a casino like the 
like the old ski eighties movies. Like we're gonna yeah. take the mountain. We gotta do something. So um it also sounds like Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Or is that or was that like the whole premise of like Dukes of Hazard was always like Boss Hog wasn't he always trying to like take Yeah. Exactly. Whatever. Have, yeah. It's the same old premise of like the bad guy is gonna take the somebody's home or land or something. Yeah. Um so yeah we've been working on that and I got to um I was I'm basically the creative director so I got to create all the all the characters and the the place like basically the whole story and the, and the the people and characters in it so it was it was fun because it was like i was creating a, an animated series or something and that that'll be hopefully i think we're going to beta test it very soon i think in the next couple of weeks and uh we already have a publisher that's interested so oh cool hopefully uh that'll be out in a on on your devices soon you can talk about that like you don't worry about someone stealing your idea no it's, it's a lot of work i mean they'd have yeah. to we we we've been working on this for over a year, so yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> try to try to catch up. <laughs> what They're other? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other scripts or anything you're directing coming up? Like, what's next? So right now, I mean, this whole last month, I I was traveling. Uh, I was going to the festivals. We're submitting to more festivals now. All of October was a bit of a wash because I was just doing so many other things I couldn't really work. So uh, hopefully, I'll have some projects uh, in the next couple of months. I do have a script uh, that I am pitching that I'm hoping to direct at some point. I also wrote another short, about a 15-page uh, short that's a proof of concept for another idea that I uh, I just sent out to some of the actors, and we'll probably do a table read soon here in the next week. And uh, yeah, and there's some other opportunities that are coming up, possibly um, writing scripts for, for another director. And so yeah, hopefully there'll be some more work uh, before the end of the year, because once it gets to this point it starts to yeah. slow down a little bit yeah, but, yeah for sure yeah sweet yeah it is a slow a slow bogan did you did you <laughs> mention when you um when you're releasing cupcake can i say that well i mean cupcake the the short yeah or is that uh, a, I, was that like a prequel to a feature film that's the same it's like a proof of concept it's basically like the opening of the film oh um, sweet okay. yeah so this the short film is um i have it like I think I put it up to rent for like a dollar for a while and I made like a couple bucks. I think I'm just not right now because I, know, I don't know exactly how, like I want to release it. I want people to watch it. Um, and it's obviously been in festivals. So some people have, and I, I send it to anyone that uh, usually when they ask, yeah. uh, but I just haven't like publicly put it out on like YouTube or anything just because it is a proof of concept of a feature. And so I don't sure. know if I'm, if that's the smartest thing to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You... I have to ask around more if that's okay. I'd, I'd rather release it. I'd like people to see it, but yeah, yeah, it looked freaking rad. So yeah, and I definitely... love everything that you do, man. So it's freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 um because like kill her, I I didn't write, so that was a project I came on, and obviously I I you know like everybody, we all helped kind of structure it to become what it is, but I I didn't I didn't pen the script, so that that was kind of interesting. Because I've I've only done that twice now. I actually just I've, well, that's another. I, I shot a I directed another uh, short film that is going to be uh, it's a festival soon, and that's just like a straight drama that my oh, friend nice. wrote. What's that one? What's that called? It's called a uh, Good Doctor, and it's literally just it's two men in a room thriller drama in one in one place. But it's pretty cool. My my buddy uh, Cole directed it, or sorry, uh, wrote it, and he acted in it. So that was the second time I directed something that I didn't write personally. So that, so it's been interesting. Like I, it's definitely something I. I I would do more i know as a director you kind of need to but i definitely still want to direct my own yeah. projects so i'm hopefully hopefully the next feature will be something i've, I've written and it, 
it possibly could be cupcake or or this other uh, sure. idea that I have. Do you think yeah. your focus will be horror? Because I know your party with me was an, like an indie. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was serious, but also a feel good. Very different than a horror film. So I wonder. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's a bunch of different things that like which is what's your favorite horror or suspense? Yeah, I think I think horror, sci-fi, thriller, a little bit of action. I mean, I, I like it all. I'm just kind of a genre fluid. Yeah, like I was saying earlier, like growing up, this drive-in theaters, and it's and it's like one movie was totally different from the other. I don't know if that was what influenced me to kind of mesh things together, but I definitely gravitate more towards um, horror or supernatural, sci-fi, like what is out there. Um, not not so much, uh, you know. I like I like like Spielberg. He would say Poltergeist, like one of my favorite movies um, from Spielberg. It has like that family love drama at the heart, but it's got all yeah. this other cool supernatural stuff. And that's kind of my, my bag. I like to mix all that stuff together, but yeah, part of me, that was just because it's, it's expensive to make a horror or a sci-fi. So it's easier to do a dialogue driven film Yeah, you know, with, with the budget that I had. So, uh-huh. yeah, but yeah, I think, I think I'll, I don't ever want to do the same thing. So, um, but I do think that I'll probably gravitate more towards darker film horror and sci-fi or but I, I think there'll probably be another party with me or or something down the down the road it's just kind of like how i'm feeling at the time it feels yeah. right you know sure yeah all right uh we're at the part of the program where it's five o'clock somewhere we ask you five quick questions to get to know you even better robin august are you ready uh five is my birthday so yes okay uh question number one name one thing you know you're living in arizona for a bit uh name one thing you truly miss about los angeles uh oh well my friends you guys Aww, that's, that's sweet that's that's probably one of the only things i miss <laughs> um i mean the weather's pretty cool but yeah eh. <laughs> It is all right. How are those monsoons? I didn't know Arizona. I, I, you know what? I, actually, I take it back. You know what I miss? I miss the $19 beers. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just had one yesterday and I'm still crying. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, uh, no, I, I miss, yeah, I definitely miss my friends, number one, uh, being able to see people in person. But, you know, I, I do, I do miss, you know, LA is so accessible with all the shows and, um, just there's always something, you know, anybody it's like a touring band or or something's going on in LA, an event um, that you can't really get out here. So. Is, there a, is there a dog being attacked in yeah, the background? It's, uh, it's dog feeding time. Has a coyote gotten like, to your dogs? You're all like looking around casual though. You're like, so, you know, that's what happened. It's just like, ah, ah. yeah, yeah. I, love I, I, I told uh, uh, my roommates. <laughs> that I would be <laughs> that I would be zooming. Hold on a second. Mom! <laughs> no, I watched uh I forgot what I I watched something recently and it was it might have been uh it might have been Kevin Smith clerks or something where he's like he's like my roommates or whatever and they're like uh you you live with your parents dude. Oh no no it was uh gra- uh grandma's boy. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, my roommates. It's like you live with your parents, dude. <laughs> you live with your yeah. <laughs> yeah, my roommates. <laughs> That's why I was making that joke. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm with family now, and uh, 
taking a break from LA and trying to figure out where, where I'm going. I might be back in California or I don't know. I want to see how this movie does and how the game does. And it's uh, kind of it, the unknown is kind of exciting. And it's, and it's been good to just uh, be with family since like a lot of you guys, and a lot of my friends that live in LA, they, they have family there. And my family has been retired and they've been in Mexico for the longest time. And, and then they moved here. And so I, I would only see them on the holidays. So in a weird way, this has been like a pretty cool bonding experience to, to be able to see them again. And I have like, you know, a 93 year old grandmother. And so it's been good to hang out with her and, and uh, just, you know, just be with family. It's been yeah, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, yeah, we got to push awesome. this along, everybody. Uh, question number two. <laughs> What's one dream location you'd like to film and why? You know what? One film location. I think, I think uh, Lord of the Rings got me really wanting to film in New Zealand. Uh, I think that would be a pretty awesome place to film. It's just so, I mean, I just want to go. It just looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that. I, I would say it'd be interesting to do something with the ocean, but it sounds like it would be awful. Yeah. yeah. But it would sure be cool. Dragon rights to say I did something in the ocean or, or on the ocean like Jaws. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Question number three. What's the last thing that made you laugh besides us? So that's you guys? Yeah, obviously. Hashtag us. Um, I mean, last night was pretty dang funny. Halloween breaking down party? The, yeah, well, because it was a lot of older folk, and so they left earlier, and so then... Your roommates parents, had a party. <laughs> me and my roommates just had like a little party. <laughs> uh, we were cleaning up and drinking and listening to music and uh, just like cracking jokes and having a good time. And I, there was definitely a lot of uh, hard belly laughs and like crying laughter. Those are the yeah, best. Fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, question number four. You win $5 million. What's the first thing you do with the money? Put it on red. No. Um... <laughs> you would win. So you, you lose it all? <laughs> no. no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This guy wins more than anybody I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. In Vegas? Ever. In yeah. Vegas. I don't know. I'd probably, honestly, I, I like to say that I'd put it towards a movie. I'd probably put a little bit, maybe a little bit towards my own project that I believed in that I think could make its money back. But I'd probably, you know, get a house, like something that's, you know, guaranteed you mean a, to not a small ruin your studio investment. in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think I think whatever it would be would be something that I know it wouldn't just be a waste. Like I want to waste it on a car. Yeah. Like I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. you know, I'd get the car when I have like that money is just coming in. I would take that money and somehow use it in an investment that would make me more money. Yeah. You gotta be well, I was going to say you, you, in, you invest, so you would invest some of it. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And yeah. then you would probably make some big bucks. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, question number five, our final question, Robin August, uh, we're going to have you back again on the pod in two years. So please mark your calendar, November, 2024. What's something you hope to accomplish by then? Ooh, I would like to have uh, a successful game. I would like to have at least one other film, hopefully mine. And uh, honestly, besides all that, I just, I hope that, I, I honestly just wish all the people in my life are happy <laughs> and doing well. Because uh, if they're not, I'm not, so. Uh, <laughs> that's a good, that's it's the a, best it's the answer in the world. I know, I know. It is. It's the truth. I get I'm, not, it. I, I'm nothing without my family and friends. It's uh, very sweet. Yeah, and, but I mean, that would be number one, but selfishly it would definitely be like making a movie and, and <laughs> being successful and being able to pay my bills and not have to worry about it so much yeah there you go yeah just right. working 
Uh, thank yep. you, Robin August, uh, lead singer of Rival Tides, also a writer, director, movie Party With Me. Can people still rent that? Is that streaming still? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's on uh, it's on Amazon Prime. I believe it's on a lot of like other sites now. You can get on, you can watch it on Tubi now, uh, Epics. I think you just type it in and you probably see it in a lot yeah, of platforms. Party With now. Me and then Kill Her, K-I-L-H-E-R, coming soon. Coming soon. Uh, thank you, Robin, for being on the Cause I Have To podcast. Thank you for sharing your passion with us. We love thank you, brother. You. Love you too, guys. Thanks for listening to the Cause I Have To podcast. Find us on Instagram at Cause I Have To podcast. Tell your friends about the pod and share an episode on your socials. We'd love to hear from you too. Email us at Cause I Have To podcast at gmail.com. Keep living those dreams, friends, because you have to. Till next time.